Do you have a bully inside your head telling you that you're not good enough? Do you lean towards self-defeat? Do you have trouble believing in yourself? And are you dying to learn how to become the perfect version of you? A you that you dream about? If you answered yes, then you're like me, and this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy podcast. This is a podcast for people who want to feel strong, to help awaken the force within you, to learn tools and tips for living an extraordinary life, because everyone deserves to feel powerful, to create a life that they love. I'm your host, Jeremy Long, and I want to share my journey with you. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy. <laughs> All right, everyone, it is getting closer to the end of the year and we are getting close to that holiday season. And so this is what I'd like to talk to you about today is how to navigate the holiday season and figuring out what it's like being an introvert versus an extrovert. So of course, the holiday season is the time of year where there's lots of opportunity to connect and be merry and spend lots of time at social gatherings. Sometimes this can be a challenging time for us with uh, different feelings of energy if you're an introvert or an extrovert. And maybe it's actually quite confusing and you can't really determine where you fall on the spectrum. And so today I'd like to talk a little bit about what it's like being an introvert versus an extrovert, especially during that holiday season, how to figure out where you fit on the spectrum. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about my experience and also how I manage myself in certain situations that challenge me. And I'm also gonna give you three steps at the end to hopefully help you navigate the holiday season. I was just wondering if you've ever been asked, are you a loner? How do you feel when you get asked that question? Is it something that like strikes a chord in you? Because for me, when I look back at my past, it really does. And so if you're an extrovert, maybe you think, well, no, I'm not, I've never really been a loner. Or if you're an introvert, maybe you think, yeah. And maybe if you wish you were an extrovert, you think, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, sometimes I'm a loner. Or maybe you just embrace it. You're like, yeah, I love spending time alone. So the reason I bring this up is that I had a client recently who we were talking about how he sort of operates uh, as a person in a social atmosphere. And sometimes he feels like he gets overstimulated or needs to, you know, take a step back and maybe even take a break and go for a walk or leave the party because it becomes too overwhelming. Uh, He lives in New York, so I can imagine that some parties, especially at larger clubs and that can be maybe a little bit overwhelming. And so we kind of spoke about like, well, what is it like to, you know, honor these needs of taking space and taking time. And it made me start thinking about what my experience has been like when it comes to being social. And it's kind of interesting because I feel like I've gone from one extreme to the other and then sometimes back again. So I don't know if that makes sense for anyone else in your experience, but I mean, I definitely felt like I was an introvert when I was young. I was always kind of by myself. I was kind of very insecure, uh, very overweight and spent a lot of time alone reflecting. I could like go outside by myself and like journal and write for hours and hours and just like imagine and dream and, you know, fantasize about a different life, which I often did, uh, thinking that I would have to become like an actor in order to create this amazing life for myself so that I could like walk out of my insecure existence that I was living in. And then I 
took that and later on like down the road years into my like teens i went from super shy socially awkward really insecure overweight to like completely the opposite like into the club scene when i was really young 16 years old going to after hours like bar scene still feeling shy on the inside but like forcing myself to be around all these people because i desperately wanted to like fit in feel accepted and then i would try to act um you know as other people acted and so they say that if you're an introvert you gain energy through inner reflection and solitude um you focus on ideas versus actual external activities Maybe you prefer deep, close relationships instead of many casual ones. And you might feel tired and drained after socializing, even if you enjoyed it. Maybe you're not a huge fan of crowds and you tend to think first and talk later. So you plan what you're going to say. And they say, if you're an extrovert, that you may be interested and concerned more with the external world. You may gain energy from socializing and being out and about. You may find that your energy is depleted when you actually spend too much time alone. You might prefer talking with someone rather than sitting alone and thinking. You think as you speak, meaning you just sort of speak and then your thoughts sort of match what you're saying instead of thinking before you speak. Uh, You may express yourself well verbally and you may seem to always be on the go and you may come across as confident, friendly and assertive. So it's interesting because if you ask people about me, they would probably say that I'm extroverted, but... Definitely looking back at my childhood, I was a loner, I was very introverted, I was very shy, and it really was taking an act outside of my normal comfort zone to get on that social bandwagon. After my party years into my sobriety years, I definitely have maintained that level of social, like a social vibe, I guess, and I can find talking to people easy. However, it's also changed again. Um, so now I find that small talk isn't really something I'm capable of. Like I, I need something with depth and maybe that's like the coach in me, uh, but I need like a deep conversation and I can't find, um, motivation when it's just sort of like too many people just out for the sake of being out. Like I find that draining. Um, so I don't know if I'm receding into introversion. I'm, I'm not really sure if maybe I just have a balance of both. And looking back at an experience that I had in the summer in my tourism job where I work on board a moving train and we were in this really small space on a train, too many people, and I was feeling overstimulated. I needed to like Ah, like back out like there's too many bodies and we were having a good time mostly but it started to get stressed out and so I took like a small break and I went into our like crew area and I just didn't want anyone to talk to me I just wanted to like stare out the window not think about anything it was just like calm down and I was I noticed one of my coworkers that she's she's actually um very okay with her introverted um way of being and so she took the space to um you know be replenishing her energy but not only did she go to that space to to take the time that she needed she also like was keen on requesting it like she told people around to be quiet she was really polite but direct like this is i need this i need two minutes i need quiet and like i really really respect that 
Uh, I think it's actually really interesting when people can, you know, ask for what they need. Cause I, I can chat with her and feel like we're very social and outgoing, but she like totally needs that time to replenish. So, you know, what would it be like if we lived in a world where we could just take that time, what we needed and ask for what we wanted. And maybe, you know, your role, but you know that you like to step outside of that role to honor some of your other values. And, and so, so maybe there is, you know, if you need that time, maybe you are introverted. If you love being around people, maybe you are extroverted or maybe you can be both. Maybe there doesn't need to be a label or a rule. Um, maybe you're like me and you want to challenge yourself, take risks and like put myself in situations that are uncomfortable, like public speaking. Like I, I it's terrifying every single time I do it, but I love the reward for having got up there and maybe, you know, leaving an impact on people. And that's important to me. So that's one of my values that I honor is stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, but I also find that I'm happy to embrace my introverted side. Like I stayed home from camping where my partner went camping with a whole bunch of our coworkers and I, yeah, I just was happy to spend time alone and I didn't really make plans with anyone and I loved it. And I, I journal and I spend time like with introspection. Um, yeah, so maybe, maybe you are like me and you are okay with being introverted, but you also take uh, actions to step out of it. Uh, like my job, I do public speaking and I'm hosting an event. Basically I'm, I'm standing in front of a group of people, always addressing them, cracking jokes and being this outgoing entertainer. But at the end of the day, I don't want to socialize with people after work, you know, having drinks, obviously I don't drink, but, um, I'm okay with like being alone in my hotel room, you know, just zenning out. So, I guess my word is to you, all of you maybe introverts out there, I, uh, to embrace your introvert, like I did with my client. I, you know, I we kind of got to a place in one of our sessions where what if your introverted way is actually your superpower? What if, you know, if you in, embrace your introverted way of being, what if you lean into that and know that if you're overstimulated, just know yourself. Know that if you're overstimulated, maybe that leads to a version of you that you don't like. Like, for example, maybe it makes you uncomfortable and then you might lash out or you might say things you don't mean. Uh, so maybe knowing yourself is what's important. My client and I were even discussing how perhaps he's actually like a Jean Grey, like from X-Men. And perhaps he needs to protect his energy so that he doesn't end up becoming the phoenix that hurts those around them. So perhaps you just need to know yourself better so that you can protect your energy and taking time by yourself and also taking breaks so that you can show up fully as your best self when you do need to be social. You know, know your limits and, and don't shame yourself for like taking time for yourself. Like people might say, oh, why aren't you coming out? And I don't feel bad about it anymore. You know, I used to feel like I would miss out that FOMO thing. I feel like that really started to shift when I entered my 30s. And now I know that, nope, I'm happy to take my time. Uh, but on the other side of that, maybe it is something that's important to you to challenge yourself, to be outside of that, to sometimes be in a crowd, like to go to a big event where there's lots of people and it's kind of overwhelming, uh, but to experience that and then to learn about yourself through those experiences. And maybe 
you don't really feel like you're either. What if you maybe feel like you you could actually fit under either label? So maybe you are an ambivert, as they say. You might feel like both labels resonate at different times. Maybe someone might ask you, you know, do you prefer alone time? And you might say, well, it depends. Uh, maybe you lean more towards one, but you actually can be both. And I do feel like sometimes that is me. Uh, and they say that ambiverts actually, they're kind of like the adaptable ones. So they are, you know, they're able to speak and listen really well and engage with people, but they also feel really comfortable being alone. Uh, they also build trust really well with people in conversation and are very good listeners. They tend to get along with everyone, you know, sometimes with extreme introverts and extroverts. And they actually can be, you know, they can handle these extremes really well. Uh, they, they sometimes can also be like the gap between those people. Like they're the ones that balance the people out around them. So maybe you're a talker and you're around another talker, then you can be a little bit more of a listener. Or if you're around people that are quiet, you end up being more of a talker. And I totally feel like that's something that I do. Um, so I think that maybe there's a blend and maybe no one is totally introvert or totally extrovert. And maybe you're like me and, and depending on who I'm surrounded by, in some rooms, you know, with my family or with certain friends where I'm very comfortable, I can be the most outgoing person in the room, the most talkative, the most energetic. And yet in other groups or settings where other people are extremely outgoing or particularly confident and loud, you know, the people that steal the room, sometimes they, they walk in and their energy just sort of fills the space with those people around. I can actually sink into the background, which actually makes me feel baffled. And it's bizarre because sometimes I am really the most outgoing person in the group. And so what I'm learning about this is that this is actually a side of me that doesn't want to take up space. It doesn't want to be as loud as someone else. It doesn't want me to compete for airtime or or for the limelight. It's a side of me that wants to retreat when there is a potential threat. So this is something that I'm working on in my life, not needing permission to take the stage, not needing to wait for my turn as if someone's going to give it to me, not worrying about competition. This is an area where I want to tap into more courage and confidence to be my extroverted self in certain areas of my life, to be a full expression of myself. And this is where my journey to worthy really continues to have areas of growth. I just think that if we reflect more on who we are, that we will know our capabilities and challenge ourselves to try different things. And I just want to end with this. Um, I was doing some research for this episode and I, I know that some celebrities out there actually are way more introverted than they appear to be. And so I just wanted to go over a list of celebrities that I, I'm very impressed to know that they are actually quite introverted. And so one is Kira Knightley, and she has admitted in an interview that she was very shy in her 20s, and it took her a lot of years to try and stop pleasing people and allow herself to have fun. Um, Clint Eastwood, he said in an interview once, I didn't want to be an actor because I thought an actor had to be an extrovert, somebody who loved to tell jokes and talk and be a raconteur. And I was something of an introvert. Michelle Pfeiffer once said that I always felt a little like an outsider looking in when referring to herself. 
Even Steven Spielberg, one of the greatest directors of all time, spoke of his personality type saying, I never felt comfortable with myself because I was never part of the majority. I always felt awkward and shy and on the outside of the momentum of my friends' lives. And I don't know about you, but I've definitely identified with that. And the last two, I think, are just amazing to know that these two are actually introverted. So one being one of my favorite icons, Lady Gaga. So she suffers from shyness and she said in an interview once, I generally really keep to myself and I am focused on my music, but when I do meet people that I have lots in common with, it goes really well. I always feel shy in the Hollywood scene. I feel a bit like I did in high school, like I don't really fit in. And that's huge for me because obviously she talks about her little monsters and embrace your difference, but, um, I'm that person. I always felt like I was an individual that didn't fit in. And I can totally relate to that. Like sometimes depending on my surroundings, I, I can be so extroverted and so outgoing. Other times I just feel like I don't fit. And the last being Beyonce. So Beyonce, as you may know, has her alter ego, her diva alter ego, Sasha Fierce. And she stated... I wouldn't like Sasha if I met her off stage. I'm not like her in real life at all. I'm not flirtatious and super confident and fearless like her. What I feel on stage, I don't feel anywhere else. It's an out-of-body experience. I created my stage persona to protect myself so that when I go home, I don't have to think about what it is I do. Sasha isn't me. The people around me know who I really am. So I'll end with that. That's such such an interesting example of uh, what I actually get to do with clients and coaching as well. And it's all about creating characters that you can step into. And so I think that that's a huge skill for people that if you do feel like you're very introverted or like, like just maybe it's not about introverted, extroverted, but like me when I was young or even into my twenties, I just felt like I couldn't step into confidence. I felt like I couldn't you know, be that super outgoing person that got people's attention. Uh, I couldn't ask that guy out when I wanted to. I just was like extremely shy, insecure, but you can actually create these characters or these alter egos or this like sort of inner confidence and you can step into that role. And I do a lot of that with um, clients and it's just, it can be super powerful. So there's tools out there and you are more capable than you know. Even if you are super shy, feeling super introverted, but you feel like you want to branch out of that, you can do it. And so in closing, it's maybe it's not about being introverted or extroverted, but it's about knowing your capabilities and challenging yourself to step into them. And so perhaps I am an extrovert. But maybe I'm a really sensitive one and sometimes an anxious one and sometimes an insecure one. And what I'm learning is that sometimes I'm actually just sensitive to the wrong energy, energy that doesn't serve me. And I'm starting to know myself and what I'm capable of. And by continuing to do the work on myself, I also start getting clear on what I'm not willing to do. And I think that that's actually what makes me more attractive and and stronger. I'm starting to know who I am, mostly. And I mostly ask for what I need or what I want. I still have times where my pleaser shows up, but then I end up trying to honor myself. And that's where I'm leaning towards. So my suggestion for all of you out there, especially going into this holiday season, is maybe three steps. And maybe the first step is to be yourself. Know yourself, 
Know what usually makes you comfortable, what makes you feel insecure or unsafe or uncomfortable, and honor that. And step two, decide what you want. Maybe you want to connect with more people this holiday season. Maybe this is a time for networking for you or being around people that you care about. Do you want to spend time with people? Do you need more time for yourself? Decide what you want. Decide who you want to spend your time with and honor what's important to you. And don't spend time with people that completely drain your energy. And for the third step, lastly, I challenge you to bend or stretch a little, maybe even throw out your introverted or extroverted label or identity. Because as an introvert, you may end up actually as a lone ranger, potentially a little isolated. And as an extrovert, you might end up spending time with people that actually do drain you or that don't really ground you or that you don't, you don't get to honor yourself with. What I know, if I didn't stretch to surround myself with people that intimidated me, I may have actually missed out on opportunities to have really grown me into the person I am today. I may have missed out on chances to connect with people on a really deep level. And if I didn't also, on the flip side, learn to slow down and spend time alone, I may have not been able to tap into my creativity or even to find answers to, you know, deeply rooted questions on who I am and what what was next for me. And some of these are really found in that quiet space of even meditation. So thank you again for listening to this week's episode of Journey to Worthy podcast, talking about being an introvert or an extrovert. And I hope that this did shed some light on getting clear on who you want to be. And maybe it's not about being an introvert or an extrovert. It's just about figuring out who you are, being yourself, deciding what you want, and maybe stretching a little to get further in life. So in closing again, I would love to hear what it's like for you in your experience, what works for you, what doesn't when it comes to being an introvert or an extrovert. So please find me on Instagram, send me a message, journey to Jeremy, that's journey number two, Jeremy. Also for more resources and information on this week's episode and previous episodes, please go check out the website at journeytoworthy.com. Lastly, please go to iTunes and leave us a rating and review so that we can reach more people with the Journey to Worthy podcast. Thank you again, everyone, and have an amazing week and holiday season. See you next week.